But see, you are, you are really advanced, so. Yes, blue. <laughs> okay, so um, what caught your attention? What was it about this career path? How did you start? Okay, good morning, everybody. Okay, so makeup for me was, I didn't start out as a makeup artist. I remember growing up with my grandma in an area where it was very toxic. So after junior work, I remember telling my grandma that I didn't want to be working around Shogunland, so she should take me to somewhere I can learn a skill. So she took me to an hairdresser's shop. And I learned hairdresser from, um, hairdressing from junior secondary school into senior secondary school into uni. I was still learning hairdressing. So when I went to school and then I came back home, and along the line, I learned how to pack bridal hair. And I had friends telling me, do you know that Ronke, you're very creative when you make hair. Do you think it would be nice if you can infuse makeup into it? And to be sincere, I didn't really understand it. I thought that you can't make money out of it. So I decided to give it a try. Shaya is not here. The person who taught me makeup is Shaya's friend. And I think I said it in front of Shaya. And Shaya said, oh, I have a friend who we serve together. And she's really good. Go and learn from her. And that's how the journey started. So I decided, OK. Let me be under this person's tutelage. Let him, let her train me, and that's how makeup started for me. Wow! Like me, that I can make DD now, so I can just divert into it. <laughs> Please walk him out of the church. <laughs> All right, interesting. Uh, so, if I, how did you, how did you get into tech bro? <laughs> Where do I start? Um, so in the beginning, right? So um, I I studied computer science, right? In my in my first degree, and then I took it up by um, studying information technology, my masters, right? And then um, now some of you would think, oh, this guy can code and everything. No, I I I, I deviated from that a little bit because I found out that that was not really where my strength was, right? It was a whole lot of headache, you know, midnight coding and all of that. So I like, no, that's not where I want to actually base my, my, my career in. So the next best thing was um, design and um, digital marketing. So that's where I started, right? So in 2017, I, I took up a course. Um, about digital marketing and everything, social media management. So as at that time, 2017, everything on social media was all about design, right? How good was the page? You know, how aesthetic, you know, looking? How beautiful it was? So everything I did was based on design. But at the point, I found out that, um, you know, this can be it, right? So how can I take it a, a, a step further? And and then um, product design came up, you know. Um, so I, I have this friend that um, he's a coder, you know, the proper tech pro guys. Right, so we worked together for a while, and then um, he he um, you know come up, he came up with um, a fintech company, and that's where I work now. So basically, I found that I can use my designs from when I learned digital marketing, you know, to like further myself in design, and I found myself in UI UX. So that's why I am. Wow. So, it then from what you have said now, it, then, it means that 
not everyone in tech codes. Yes. Right? Because there's an assumption that you're in tech, you're coding, you know, you're sweating on laptop. You know, you're doing those HTML and C sharp. Uh, you don't know. It's a language. It's a language. It's a programming language. So it's interesting to know that you can actually be in, the, in that space and you have nothing to do with code, especially the, the design part. And there are a lot of other. So it's when you get into tech, you don't have to choose your own niche. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's also good for you to have basic knowledge of other things. Also, because at the end of the day, everything works hand in hand. You know, as a product designer, UI UX, I have to work with you know product management or product managers and then UI um, front end developers, back end developers. So at the end of the day, it's what I give them, that's what they translate into code. So there are some things that are not feasible. So I can do something very complicated in terms of design, but they can't translate that into code. So at the end of the day, you need to have an idea of, okay, um, with the language they're using, like you mentioned, C sharp though is kind of outdated now, but the, the, Can you imagine? the, the so you, you need to have an idea of the kind of language they work with so that you can, you know. So JavaScript is invoked now? It, it's still in existence, yes. So yeah, people still, people still use that. But now people have moved on into, uh, sorry, thank you, Python, Python. Laravel, and every other um, language as well. Okay, so uh, what are the challenges in this, within the period where you've been there, what are the challenges that you have encountered? What are the learning curves? First of all, um, for somebody that is aspiring, yeah. So, even if I'm doing design, right? This, there's a difference between me just designing a poster and um, designing a product, right? That two different tools I use in in those in those areas. I'll give an example. When, when I was just doing design, I use Photoshop, Illustrator, and you know, sometimes Canva, right? If I wanted to be lazy. So if and uh, but now. So All you people that use Canva, you're lazy. Okay, continue. Praise the Lord. <laughs> continue. So, but now with with product design, UI UX basically, I can use um, Photoshop, Illustrator, and Figma. Now, Figma being the main the main tool I use. Now, I didn't just jump into oh, let me just you know download Figma and start using. I needed to learn. Um, the basics of it. I need to learn the environment of the software I'm using, right? Because it's quite different from what I'm used to. So at first, before that, that learning curve is you need to actually learn what kind of tools that you need to succeed in a particular area, right? And Figma was what I learned, and and I didn't learn by okay, let me let me buy this course. Though you can do that as well, but I feel like um, that tools, YouTube is your biggest teacher, really. Right, there are 1,001 courses you can just view and download for free. And they're like mini, mini courses that, okay, like how I learned was, okay, how do I, I, I didn't just take a full course on YouTube and then just watch. What I did was, how do I create a button? Right, I watched a video on button. How do I create this? I watched a video on that. So with that put together, I was able to learn. So most of these courses were um, courses that you applied yourself, yeah. you taught yourself. Yeah. Interesting. 
soft. All right. Um, I don't care. Okay. You know, sometimes, in, in fact, most of our world now, people do not know that they can monetize things as little as making hair. My sister makes it very well. She makes it for free. She makes it very well, very well. In fact, it was from her, I said, no. When she's making for my mommy, make for my sister. In fact, during December, you'd have seen neighbors lining up. I'm the one next Sunday, next two weeks Sunday. But she has never monetized it. So, um, what, at what point did you decide that, okay, you want to switch from making hair to into uh, makeup? Was it the money in makeup that inspired you? What, what was the attraction? Okay, so I liked when people were called creatives, but I knew to myself that I was not a creative person. I was a book to pen. I was one of the, I came out with the best results in secondary school. And, but I liked to say, oh, I'm a creative. So when I entered into the makeup, I realized that makeup allowed you to be creative. It allowed me to play with colors. Some of my clients will say that I paint like somebody's face is a canvas. If you watch the way I hold my brush, I hold it like I'm a painter. So it made me feel artistic. And so I decided that I think I love this. I don't have to sit in front of a book for hours. And this is allowing me to stretch my mind. So before I create a look, I'm imagining what that look is going to look like already. I have mood boards, especially when I'm doing a collaboration so shoot and stuff. Yeah, so I work with photographers, being with a team of photographers. They have this look they want you to create. Designers want you to do this, do that. So for me, it was at that point I knew that I wanted to, because the lady that I learned with was really young, and she would be in meetings with photographers, and the language, it was exotic. I liked an exotic life. I like an exotic life. So I was like, I want to do this. At that point, I didn't even know that makeup was paying as much as it is paying now. But I just liked that lifestyle. And the fact that it was, I don't want to use the word flexible so that you don't get me wrong. I was in control of my time. I was in control of how I used my time. So I wanted that and I said, okay. So what, what are the challenges you've encountered so far in the learning course? Okay, one of the challenges I experienced was upscaling. Like, I remember that when I started makeup, I was charging 2,000 naira, 3,000 naira. And when it was almost free, I was begging people, please let me, let me do your makeup now, please. And upscaling for me was one of the major issues because somewhere at the back of my mind and... Obviously, some people in the industry told me that, oh, there's a lot of makeup artists. You won't really find clients. And I tell people that there'll still be many more makeup artists and there'll still be clients for you. And anything that you do, you will find your clients. You just have to find the extra that you do. So, and I was willing to learn. I decided that it was time to intern. And interning means going to the island every day of the week and earning 50,000 naira. Every day. I mean, every day from Oshodi to the island. Every single day. After church, I think a lot of people knew that time. After church, I was off to the island. Every day. And on some months, you don't even get paid that 50,000 era. But I, I was learning a lot. I was learning that there were different kind of clients. There was a way you needed to position your brand to get the kind of clients that you want. There's a way you need to enhance your skill. So I needed to put in that work. I did that for about two years. 
and I was consistent. I made sure that I stayed there. It wasn't easy. There were days that I would cry myself to sleep because I was. I felt like I was earning millions for this brand, and I was being paid fifty thousand era. But I stayed there, and I can say that it has paid off because it also opened my eyes to different aspects of makeup. In Nigeria, we are used to the O and B makeup, but makeup industry is big. There's there's even filter makeup, like I was telling you yesterday, and that's the goal for me. Filter. So every filter you see on Snapchat, a makeup artist first creates the look, and then they, they impute virtual technology into it to make it into a filter. And so when I got into that world, after studying, I said, this is the goal for me. Because you check Snapchat, you can't find any filter that suits a black person. So I started to look for tech people. I knew that I couldn't do tech because I tried to do it. No, it wasn't for me. <laughs> so I decided that that's the goal for me. Create a filter that, the funniest part, Instagram buy a filter off you. You don't even need to know Instagram. Once you can create a good filter, write a mail, they're going to buy it off you. So that's the goal for me. There's a whole lot into what you do that you don't even know. So you don't have to sit at the basic, basic that's just what I'm trying to say. So you made mention of upscaling. Yes. Let's clap for them now. Come on, clap for them. And you made mention of um, internship. Yes. Um, we see all the sacrifice so that you had to pay, you had to learn under somebody. Uh, so apart from those, what you're learning under the person, were there some personal classes that you had to pay for? Yes. So yes, and I'm still taking one presently on Alison. If you know Alison is where you can take free courses, please go and take it. I had to learn communication skills, negotiation skills. Wow. I had to learn, I had to learn time management. I had to learn product management because if I didn't know how to manage my product, I was making money at some point and I was spending it. Yes, yeah, so I had to learn how to manage my money, how to manage my time, and then I had to take makeup courses as well. I had to just not know how to do makeup, but also learn the practical part of makeup. So I had to take courses, watch YouTube videos. Most of the things that I learned, like things that, because I can't go back for uh, every time to train, to train. And then I am a biggest fan of master classes. I go to every and any master class once it's within my vicinity. All right, thank you very much. All right, um, if I, where's the future for you in this career path? What do you... What's your plan? What's, what's the future for you? The prospect in what you're doing currently? So, well, the plan is to have, um, it goes one or two ways for me, right? You know, um, there's nothing bad for you working under someone, right? So, um, there's this thing that don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? So, for me, it's at the end of the day, I, I want to have a portfolio whereby I can present to one Fortune 500 company or a multinational company, like Google, for example, right? <laughs> so if I, once I'm done, you know, putting together my portfolio, I can present it and say, okay, this is what I can do, right? This is, this is, um, you are going to benefit me being on your team, basically, right? So that's what the portfolio does for me. Or I have, I, I was speaking to Dung and I think to Jomi as well, that oh, I have this, um, 
this name in mind that we can have a couple of you know product designers um, designers come together and then we form one kind of a big um, you know product design company. I'll keep the name to myself just in case. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's the plan for me. You know, have have work with a multinational company, one, or have a brand that has um, clientele under. Yeah. All right, thank you, Lady Chai. What's the prospect in what um, in your um, Lady Chai's? Okay, for now, I set my career goal into three, and the first one is um, I want to create a foundation line for Black women. So, majority of the foundation products you have there for ladies, you find a foundation that is your tone but not your undertone. You find a foundation that is your undertone and not your tone. So most of the makeup brands that there were not created with the African woman in mind. So one of my goals is to be able to create a line for African women. Not foundation that oxidizes you. Foundation that oxidizes means that you apply it, it's a bit light, then after a while it now comes down to your tone. Mm -mm. The moment you go into it, it suits your tone. So I want to create a product line that is comfortable and convenient for the African woman. And the other, the other thing I also want to do sometime, I know I'm getting there, is also to be able to teach makeup. Teach makeup as a professional course. Mm. Professional, like be able to teach, yes, in the university. And we already have that. We have London School of Beauty. So I want to be able to, you know, be a lecturer there someday, maybe. <laughs> and yes, and then own my own own brand, basically. Come on, let's give her a round of applause. Okay, so, you know, it's interesting to find out that from just dabbling into something else, and you find that the way you went into from making hair, you saw something else, and somebody opened you up to say, oh, you can actually do this. And yeah, yeah you had today, you know, Turning into what you didn't plan from the beginning, and um, you're making headway. How much do you charge currently for minimum? Wow. Wait, how much do you charge? Okay, so for a party guest, if you're on the island, I do 45 to 50k. And if for you're makeup? The, yeah. And I'm not a gay artist. The moment you book me, I send you my policy. I am not a gay okay, so artist. That's just for <laughs> makeup, yes. <laughs> And on the mainland, I do about 35 to 30. Wow. <laughs> no, I asked that question to see that, you know, imagine from 2 5. Hmm? And that's the least she charged. In fact, I was talking to somebody that learned from Tara, House of Tara. And the person was telling me that when she learned, like five years ago, she paid 500,000. 500,000 for learning. I'm like, wow, there's money in this thing, man. Mean, this one is undertone, on top tone, inside tone. <laughs> it is well. It is well. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, it's wonderful having you on set. Thank you very much. Come on, let's jam my hands together for them. Okay, so the, the call for us here is that, you know, whatever you are doing, you can be 
become something big. You just need to have a plan. And also be sensitive to the career that you are in. There are certain people that enters into a career path without planning it. Let me just do this for now. Before you know, you find that there's something deep calling you to deep, you know, something that is calling you. Focus and just see God has something for me. Yeah. And before you know, it's turning into something. They say shit business is big business. I read, I read that that man started from packing shit from his compound. Yes. Was packing shit before he, the idea came. I actually can pack for this block and this block and this block. And today he has truck. He sits in the office and use computer to control people and they pack shit. And today he's, and he's not educated and he's making hmm? say shit money no they smell. That's what they usually write on that truck. Shit money no they smell. It's poop now. They've not advanced it. They call it poop. So, whatever you are doing now, look at the future. And, you know, make research. Where can this, what are people that have done it? Where have they led them to? You know, you can even overpass them. You can even, having the spirit of God in you, you can become anything with it. The peak of any career path or anything you are in is a consulting. You get to the part where you start teaching people that very craft. And you're making big money. Where Before people will see you, they have to book a session. I pray God to take us there in Jesus' name. All right. Right about now, we're going to move into the word for the day. Who's excited? What's our topic now? Peace like a river. Uh, we have peace like a river, him that leads us into peace like a river, someone. Okay, so let me take the hymn. When peace. Let me invite PK to come and, you know, help me. Let's jump on this together. <laughs> 